Uh, hey guys! Uh, so I am Zainab, your host of the VeggieCast, and I am also the founder and the content manager of VSA, Vegan Student Association Rotterdam. And I'm sorry because we didn't have an episode for like two weeks because of some technical difficulties. And yeah, we're all students, we also have like a life and exams and stuff but now we are gonna come back here with another board member of VSA Rotterdam Rana she is our event manager she is the one who is behind the events that we are organizing so yeah introduce yourself hey hey we're whistling again it's here it's right here sorry keep listening Hi guys, <laughs> I'm Rana and um, I'm a second year psychology student and I'm currently a board member of VSA. So I am an event manager and with my team I am planning and organizing events for uh, both uh, passive and active members. Nice, so um, tell us about your I usually ask people to tell about their vegan story, uh, but you're not vegan, but you embrace the vegan ideology, and I think that's also like has an important part. Um, so do you want to talk about how did you introduce to you the wondrous world of veganism, and this reductarian and prescatarian perspective that you had? Like, how did you come up with this? thing from the health reasons, animal rights reasons, or more in the environmental perspective, like how did you introduce to this ideology? I think I don't like um, categorizing myself as this is, this is, this is, but uh, in general, I like I am consuming a lot of vegetables and like um, plant-based, I am I'm applying plant-based diet and also, I am currently doing sustainable course, so I know that veganism and these uh, ideas related with this concept are um, in line with sustainable projects and sustainable world. And like now we are living in this global um, world that it's going down all the time. And uh, we need some people who are aware of everything like animal rights or um, or uh, like etc and um, I think that's why I am appealed from this idea as well because uh, I'm also thinking not myself individually I'm thinking about all people and also for future generations as well so these ideas these concepts are so important for for the next uh, generation as well yeah so what about your sustainable course like is it is it like a class that they talk about like sustainability and stuff what can you open it up can you open it up it it uh it is communicating sustainability in inter intercultural context so it's uh related with but not in the netherlands a uh, sustainability but in china or ecuador 
um, like all over the world how people are looking at sustainability and also I made an interview with uh, Ecuadorian people as well last week mm -hmm. so I was asking them like do you aware of initiatives such as veganism or recycling or um, like uh, reducing plastic bag usage and I see that like people are aware of this kind of things but the governments or um, other people like um, not other people but like uh, such as like bigger uh, governments they don't aware of that much or even they're aware they, they don't start initiatives so from my interview I realized it as well so people actually are willing to uh, know these new trends but um, there is no available uh, environment for them to learn more so that's why also like i'm in the association that we can teach people what is it what is the the idea of veganism or sustainability or environment or like f living with living friendly with environment yeah that's i think that's also like an important point and also like reducing like your carbon footprint and like reducing even even like the small changes you do they actually like make sense and i'm also uh, reading currently like reading the book that alicia like recommended to me in our previous podcast um she the book's name is how to create a vegan world and in this book it says that there is like two approaches towards the veganism and one of them is like pragmatic and the other one is ideological and in the ideological ideology um, ideological perspective um, you do not support like having meatless Mondays you do not support like um, people who are not vegan who are who are like vegetarian and stuff but on the other hand there is this pragmatic approach which I support um, you also support the people who reduce their their meat intake who reduce their like animal like who reduce your animal products even if it seems like meaningless to you um, because he gives us example of saying that um, so today we see a lot of like gluten-free products in supermarket and people have even people don't have any gluten allergy people go and buy those gluten-free products because it's presented in the media as something healthy and like as something like presentable so people who do not have a gluten allergy buying gluten-free products actually increase the demand for it so what this like author said is uh, people so people who are reducing their uh, meat intake a meat or like animal product intake they they lean more towards to buy vegan products product. mm -hmm. so at the as a result they actually help maybe more than the vegans themselves they actually help to increase the demand um, towards the vegan products so I think like um, I am vegan and I do not like I wouldn't like use animal products or eat them by myself but I I also I actually like support the people who are act, like doing something like because it's always like better than nothing that's what I think uh, what I was going to say I forget but yeah so like it's also like included in this book like saying that um, those kind of like things and stuff and I also um had this interview with this girl um she interviewed me for her psychology course 
was it psychology? No, it was something related to business. I'm lying. Uh, she, she's, she's like a third year student, and she was like doing her thesis on like the sustainability and stuff. And he, spe- she specifically wanted to have an interview with, um, wanted to have an interview with a vegan. So I was just like, yeah, okay. They we posted on like the VSI chat, and um, she also showed me some like. Um, some advertisements, like for example, like one of them, it was it was about McDonald's, which I was just like, it was bullshit. Like it was like the advertisement from McDonald's, and they were talking about how sustainable they're and stuff. So there is some like companies who present themselves as like this sustainable and peaceful companies, which is like all green and stuff, but in reality they are not. They are not, and they're, like there is like other side of the industry that people are using the sustainability and stuff in order to get some profits. So I think there's also like a negative impact on like um this thing as well. Uh so yeah also you like cooking. Uh you also love cooking as well. Do you cook like vegan food often or do you just like mix them up? Well I I like these times I cannot cook that much. I always like um like buy soup or like uh, do prepare um like quick things but in general like I in my like daily routine I really like rice yeah <laughs> so yeah. much and like something with chickpeas and like uh green peas this this uh kind of food I really really love and um yeah and i think last yeah i remember last week uh with uh, petra from uh event committee we we made a uh, peanut butter cookies uh yeah. on the ins- on instagram it was a live stream like a live thing and yeah. yeah i think last time i cooked dessert it was that time but then afterwards i made like some uh, dinner stuff as well i think i made a uh, Greenpeace. <laughs> yeah, it was all like vegan with olive oil. And um, yeah, vegetable. I love vegetable, by the way. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, that's nice. I think it's it has like an important, like cooking has like an important impact on like all of this like community and stuff as well. So yeah, I, can I, I tell? Like any, any, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. I, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, I yeah. made, a, you know, also ecological footprint and I wanted to calculate my ecological footprint and there are some questions before you're calculating. And yeah, it, one of the part of the question was like uh, uh, your uh, consumption, like meat consumption, day, dairy consumption, vegetable consumption, and also like, are you getting from like biological markets or from the farmers or the supermarket or in the like a- packaged food? And when you increase this, uh, like uh, if you're getting from like lots of packaged food or like if you're consuming lots of dairies or meat, your ecological footprint is increasing like, like extremely increasing and also like flying as well like i didn't know that much but like uh, flying with plane it's a super bad for sustainability but like okay except for this like um having like a eating diet like this kind of like meat and dairy and uh like a package embellished yeah food like these all things are so like impacting ecological footprint like so severely and i was like oh wow like 
Wow, like you can see it on internet, just like you can see it from your your score. So, yeah, I, there is one point I wanted to share with you. <laughs> oh, this is nice. Yeah, which side did you use to calculate your ecological footprint? Uh, let me check. Um, I did yeah. it for honors course. Um, here I think I'm gonna try look at it. Wait, my internet is. Um, well, it was, I think you were uh, looking to Google. Yeah, yeah. You can just send me the link and I can put it on the description so people can also like check it. Yeah. To calculate All their right. like, ecological Okay, because I couldn't yeah. find it now. Yeah, also like, uh, yeah, this reminded me the eco coins thingy that the sustainability help like started, you know, like um, each thing that you do in order to have some participation for the sustainability, you'll get like a coin, you'll get some like discounts and stuff for like the, um, for the gym and stuff, you get like a free class, like they have this like eco coin system, which I found like really cool. Uh, uh, I found the website, by the way. What? What? I found the website footprintcalculator.org. Footprint calculator. Okay, yeah, for the ones who wants to know their yeah, and it's a very footprint. cute website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should you should try it. I really like the photos and oh, like website. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a Oh, actually I'm going to have a non-vegan guest. Um like non-vegan and a meat eater guest next week not next week the week the other week i will have like a guest and maybe i can make him calculate his own ecological footprint and i can calculate it myself and then we can compare it it can be maybe nice yeah um, you can you can yeah I, like, see. <laughs> yeah. yeah that that would be that would be cool yeah I, I would keep that in mind um so what i was saying so yeah like it has like a huge like impact on sustainability and stuff but as i like always say i am like a completely like ethical vegan i learned about like this climate related things and the sustainability like later after i became like vegan because i was more into the animal rights and stuff i wasn't like more into the environmental sides because everyone is just saying that yeah or kids are going to be in this earth and they would be living this life so we have to give them like a prettier earth but i but the reality is i don't want to have kids so i don't know if i want to do like a lot for the future but after I more get into this and after I met like all those people who go vegan for sustainability reasons and the climate change reasons, I I kind of start to like notice that yeah, maybe I'm not planning to have kids, but there are people who are trying to do something for the next generation and I I shouldn't be that shitty person, like the hypocritical person in this. So I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more respectful for the sustainability as well uh so yeah okay now i'm going to ask you how is your quarantine going is everything okay yeah it's fine yeah, yeah. 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 i think yeah. like last couple of weeks we're not that much in quarantine so yeah we were I don't never in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> of course yes. i'm i'm like um respecting also other yeah. people as well so i don't go uh crowded places i sometimes take a walk it's especially mm -hmm. in the evenings or like i can go to the lake you know crawlingen and yeah, it's when so people nice. not around there or i i cycle so like every day nearly i am cycling because in the house i cannot 
basically all the yeah. time in the house and also i like doing sport and that kind of thing yeah and also except for that i have studies so like yeah. it's quarantine but like i have something to do so it's not that yeah. much quarantine yeah so but i i need yeah for me as well like my i started my job um last week i'm working for this like independent artist as i told you like before we started recording and my work is not remote so i'm i'm actually like biking every morning to my job and then i'm coming back i go for a run and i was usually going for a run early in the morning but now i'm going for a run in the evenings which is like one of the most crowded times especially the area that we live like everyone is just like fucking walking and now because they open like the shopping places there is like they're gonna open say, restaurants oh. tomorrow as well restaurants uh cafes yeah they're yeah. all gonna open tomorrow first of june yeah i i'm actually happy for that they are opening the restaurants because i was also like talking to my friend today um i was talking to the Anne about it i because there's nowhere to sit and like nowhere to sit and have like a meal and stuff everyone is walking around and it ma- it creates more crowded place and i was freaking out while i was like walking there even people who wasn't like who weren't running in the past they yeah. run after quarantine i don't know why uh yeah no i i kind of understand that people kind of want to have like some effectiveness and also and also gyms are closed I, um, also like i was i was running in the gym before that i was running before my workouts but now because i don't have any gym and i don't want to i don't like to do home workouts now i'm spending my time like running and i also set myself this goal of like finishing a marathon so i'm also like i i have a goal now so it's also okay <coughs> i have an allergy i have an allergy <laughs> i am allergic to poles <laughs> it's not corona um so yeah it's also nice like people are effective and stuff people are actually um i think there is also something going on with the meat industry in the, especially in like the netherlands they don't they have like this meat shortage i don't know if they have it in the netherlands but i think in the u.s they have this meat shortage and now i saw this picture from like walmart and they were like all those like meat sections they were replaced with fruits and vegetables have you seen that picture? It's from like no, a it's from Walmart. It's from US, but it's it's also impressive to see that. Um, I'm I'm kind of happy that they are having a shortage of meat now, because um, whenever I was seeing like people protesting uh, in front of like the agri- animal agriculture areas and stuff, I was just like, yeah, they're just people who are not socially learned those kind of things. And you cannot just go there and protest them and ask them like, okay, what you're doing is wrong because they're ne- they will never believe that what they're doing is wrong because they didn't socialize in that way. <coughs> I talk too much, and I don't know, and because they didn't like socialize in that way, and what you have to do is you you really need to if you really want to make a change you have to go to this like huge companies which are like ruling the world you know and now because they're having all these like shortages and stuff they're actually i feel like they're actually like making some more like plant-based options and stuff and this is also making me happy like i see vegan cheese like getting 
I see like people buying like all those like vegan cheese. People are like um trying to get like more vegan buy stuff from from more like vegan and vegetarian section. You know, you this like little section in Jumbo like now there's like I cannot find falafels for example or like tempeh because they're all over and I feel happy to see that. I was just like yeah, people are going back to do plant-based options. But actually the thing is like if I go back to this book um people are not everyone didn't just like suddenly went vegan. People are buying more plant-based options because people want to reduce their meat intake because they know that it's it's unhealthy and they're they're now they're like reducing their meat intake and stuff. And because these people are reducing the vegan options are increasing. So we like there is more de- demand for like the vegan products. So I think it's like a really the people who are reducing their meat and like they have like a really huge impact on uh on the vegan community whether if they like it or not they have a huge impact. Uh so yeah so what do you think? Yeah, I think like- same as well. Um like even like I'm not mentioning about just like cutting all the consumption like but even you reduce it 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 has a big impact like some people are thinking that okay like what what change what changed yeah. if i yeah. do this or not doing it but like it is not like that like every change like happened with um like one if you change other people can change as well so i believe in like if uh, you would have a huge impact on environment and also um yeah veganism more sustainability i don't think people should uh, see themselves as weak or yeah i cannot do it so they will definitely can like yeah it's my idea i think you understood the point yeah yeah they, they can have like an impact on it that's that makes sense yeah it's just like i'm, I'm really happy that they're having a shortage of meat now now they're no, not they're gonna not. get it. Why are they having <laughs> it's, it's, a shortage of meat? Because like they cannot work in this um producing thing because of corona yeah. or is it like that? Or maybe they bought too much meat too much stuff beforehand, before quarantine and that's why there's a shortage. No, 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 it's not because of that. It's because um all those like agriculture and slaughterhouses there are a lot of people who are infected who are who are tested positive. But I yeah, but I'm talking according to the US media, so I don't know what's going on in the Netherlands. <laughs> it's like being an expat. Uh but I, I I think in Netherlands is also they have like a meat shortage. Because whenever I go to supermarket I never pay attention to the meat section, but I think this time I will. Also except because, for yeah, that yeah. I, I learned that for marketing strategies, uh they're always putting like when you enter the supermarket, the first thing you see you usually buy and the last thing you see next to the cashier you always buy as well like this gums and chocolate this kind of thing and yeah, also the yeah. menu presenter i realized that in netherlands um when you enter the supermarket their first vegetables and also vegetarian <laughs> stuff is in the first uh, entrance as well i think they designed it like that maybe people can buy it more 
Because oh. in Turkey, it's not like that. Like, I'm from Turkey. And, like, I always look when I look like soy milk. And it's all, like, in the... Like, like it's, like, far, far away that I cannot buy and I cannot get <laughs> at some point. Like, oh. But in Netherlands, oh. like, when you look the milk, se- like, section, they're both normal milk and both, like, uh, plant-based. Like, soy milk, almond milk, coconut milk, next to it. So like you can like people can That's see so them and buy. True. Yeah. That's so true. I never thought about it. So maybe yeah, like people, it it has an impact on people yeah. as well because they see, oh, what is this almond milk? Oh, I'm gonna try it, and then they yeah. can get. Yeah. That's so... Yeah, and like I think it depends on your demand. demand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, last couple of weeks, I realized that this soy milk in Albertine, it this ongoes. I think unsalted one. It was like all empty all the time. I think people were consuming it too much. This soy milk, and now like I, I realized that in the morning if I go there, milk. (laughs) I think also like people are getting as well, except for milk like cow milk. Yeah. Oh, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because in Turkey, some people don't even know. They don't even know about like soy milk and almond milk. And uh, in Turkey, it's also like the prices are too expensive. Probably they're more expensive now, but like. Yeah, like, yeah, especially in Europe, like, because people are more educated and people are wealthier, it's, it's, it really depends on your geographical conditions a lot, like, in Turkey, people, people need to be educated on a lot of things now, um, but, like, in, in Europe, like, they, yeah, they, they have, they have this, like, educated mentality that they know that, um adapting like a certain lifestyle can have like a huge change in the world and they aware of this and they know it and they demand it and when they demand it the market also like shapes in that um in that strategy but in turkey like people (laughs) people have um another problems as well that they have to solve about their society a lot um so it's also it also has like a huge impact like it really depends on your like geographical condition a lot so i also like agree with that but it's also like again it's not because like there are a lot of big i mean there are a lot of vegans living in here but it's not like all those like products we are seeing it's not because people are genuine like all of them are vegan but people are trying to adopt more plant-based options in order to be more healthier in order to have like a less less call like less footprint and stuff so actually people are demanding those kind of things not because they are 100% vegan but they are trying to reduce it i would prefer people to be 100% vegan but like 
still like people reducing their intake actually makes a huge plus for the vegan community so it's it's also like has um this like huge plus for the vegan community so thank you vegetarians and prescatarians and vegetarians you're saving our life and yeah you're putting more uh veggie stuff on the supermarket so that's also something really nice we are going there like you cannot expect you cannot expect like all the slaughterhouses like close suddenly and you cannot expect everyone go vegan suddenly it's not going to happen immediately but i i also like i'm more positive now like i see that like people are actually going there um so it's yeah it's also it's also like a um really nice thing so let's go back to vsa um do you want to talk oh do you want to talk about like um your further events that you're planning? How is it going with your committee? Like, do you want to talk about it? It's going yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, our last event was um this live cooking, and our next event is gonna be with our other um member. Um, I think uh we're gonna make an interview with her. So she's yeah. vegan and yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think uh, Tuana, you know Tuana. <laughs> so Tuana will ask her question. Uh, by the way, uh, her name is Viola. Uh, so she's vegan in our uh, mem me uh, event oh, committee. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're going to do it either like video or we can share it on Instagram account. Or maybe we can do live again and... I don't know. We need to discuss. Actually, we had we were going to meet yesterday, but like I I was currently moving, and also one of uh our member was sick, so she couldn't make it. And I was like, okay, yeah, Aww. two of us like that. We can Aww. postpone it, and then yeah, and this week we're gonna uh, meet, and then we're gonna decide like which what time and what kind of questions we're gonna ask her. So yeah, it's going good. <laughs> and um yeah, yeah nice. we'll see yeah. yeah are you planning to have some like physical events as well because remember as we told you in group chat like some of the vsas are actually started to plan like physical events like picnics and stuff do you think it's dangerous to do it or yeah maybe like or, we can discuss yeah, from not many people would attend to art maybe not right now because i'm still like concerning about yeah. this virus thing yeah. and also like now yeah. like i'm pretty sure that yeah. next week everyone will go outside and who knows what what is gonna like there is no waxing at all here like in all over the world not here so yeah, yeah maybe we can wait for like a yeah. couple of weeks and afterwards if we if there is a place uh of course with the one and a half meter <laughs> gap uh, we can yeah, do better something like picnic sorry. or yeah. yeah walking at least yeah better safe than like sorry to... yeah true true yeah we will see we will see we, we had some hard times with VSA this year was our like first year and we had like all those pandemics came I mean we only had one pandemic but like we had all those like issue came but still we managed good i'm proud of us and everything
everything will be okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, um, it's going good. And yeah, before I end this, do you want to promote anything? Do you wanna say something? Yeah, I am just only saying this thing. Like our name is like VSA, Vegan Student Association, and maybe people who are not vegan can be afraid of the name and the association thing that like okay you're vegan i'm not vegan at all but like here i'm talking and i'm not vegan and it's not a place that like they're pressuring you to be like a become a vegan today or tomorrow it's not like that we're trying to like tell people that oh, <laughs> it's not something association like that so just don't be afraid and be a passive member or act like just um i think we closed the active member thing right did we because we were recruiting people did we close it what we were uh we wanted to board yeah. member think uh the board member thing we will we will close up our applications on 15th of june next week oh okay so yeah you, they can apply for this yeah, as well so they have time yeah oh yeah so if anyone wants to apply for a board position they can um i think i won't be able to yeah i think i don't know if i will be able to stay in the board for next year because yeah i i found a job <laughs> i found a job i yeah i don't know if i will have time um because i didn't find a job but the lady that i'm interning for she found a place that i can have and part-time intern when the school started so i will see if like because i because we built it and i really want to see it grow as well maybe i would stay as a supervisory board thing and i would just attend to the meetings and see us like growing because i know that the next board is going to do everything better than us i i'm kind of pretty sure that they will be much more better than us there won't be any pandemic going on and they already have like the structure and they already know our mistakes so they will do better than us i believe in our next board we don't know who they are but i still believe in them they will do it perfectly uh so yeah that was all um thank you for coming here not coming but like thank you for joining for this podcast um you did a lot and if everyone wants to like follow us them on instagram or on facebook be welcome and if anyone wants to become a passive member um they can always apply and we are building this like unstigmatized community in here which they can apply join join our events we're having movie nights it's fun so yeah see you guys next week see you bye